Your operations are the heartbeat to your business. I created this podcast to help you balance your childlike innovation with parent-like efficiency. Welcome to Daily Ops Boost. Yo, what's up team? Hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to another Daily Ops Boost. Hey, if you're listening in, we're past episode 20 by now. If you haven't left a review, just do it real quick. It takes two or three minutes, helps us reach more people and have a little bit more impact. If you want to participate in the impact, then you gotta leave a review, whether you are on Spotify or Apple. All right, leave a review, takes two seconds. But let's hop in today. You guys, what happens if we don't have KPIs help? Where do I start? Okay, well, as you guys know, and I think I broke this down in a previous episode, we have five main operational lanes, specifically in service-based businesses, but especially in agencies. Okay, we've got lead gen, we have sales, we have fulfillment, HR, finance, those are the main areas that we focus on. And so I want to just give you guys a couple KPIs that I started tracking very early on uh, in my agency days and then as I transitioned into consulting. And I got I got three. I got three for you in each department to give you a starting point on what KPIs you should be tracking and the KPIs that you guys can start tracking if you're not tracking already. So Let's talk lead generation for a quick second here, okay? So some really easy ones, guys. And, and for some of you, this might be service level information. This might be a little bit elementary, but I know there's a couple people out there that aren't tracking these KPIs because I work with a lot of agencies and even the million dollar per month agencies sometimes don't even track this, okay? So I think it'll be useful for you guys. All right, so listen in here. So lead generation jumping in first, okay? So one thing that we want to definitely track there is that lead conversion rate. Okay, what, Josh, what's a lead conversion rate? Okay, uh, the percentage of leads that are actually converted into opportunities, right? So you get a certain amount of leads in, maybe some opt-ins, right, things coming into the pipeline. But how many of those are actually converted into opportunities where we're getting on a discovery call and there's an opportunity to pitch someone on a deal? It's a really good uh, idea of, hey, are the activities that we're doing in lead generation leading to opportunities. And if they're not leading to opportunities, chances are we should change our lead generation strategy a little bit because we're getting really unqualified leads and we can't even get them on discovery because they're unqualified for our service. Then we should probably change that, right? Cost per lead. Second one. Okay. So the total cost of lead generation efforts divided by the number of leads generated. Okay. So CPL, as most of you know this as, hey, what's our cost per lead? We got to know that. Relatively simple there. And then uh, a little bit of ROI. Okay. Return on investment. Okay. The net profit from lead generation efforts divided by the total cost of those efforts, right? Because at the end of the day, we want to make sure that whatever effort we're putting in is getting the results that we're wanting out of it, right? So if you guys are looking for some simple lead generation KPIs to start tracking, that's where I would start, okay? Now let's talk about sales department. You guys, there's a lot more KPIs here. I just wanted to give you guys a general map of where to start if you're gonna start tracking KPIs because I know some of you guys out there like, oh, there's way more KPIs to track on lead gen than just those three. Yeah, I know, but start there, okay? Then start to track more as you get uh, into some of the more nuanced things, okay? Sales department, uh, once again, there's going to be a lot more here that you can track, but these are one of the f the first ones that we want to start tracking inside of our agency. All right, sales conversion rate. So simply, hey, what's the percentage of opportunities 
that are actually converted into sales. So now we have an idea of, hey, how many leads are getting converted into opportunities and then how many opportunities are getting converted into sales. That's really good data to know because you could figure out where where things are breaking down. Is it on the lead generation side or is it on the sales side? Data allows you to make informed decisions. And if you're not collecting that data, you're guessing, okay? And we don't like to guess on our business because our business is what pays our bills, okay? so make sure you guys are making informed decisions on what to change. Okay. Second one is going to be the average deal size. It's just really good to know, Hey, when we bring in a deal, what's the average revenue from each sale that we make? Okay. Good data to have. And then lastly, uh, sales cycle length. Okay. So the average time it takes from a deal, uh, uh, to close a deal from the point when a lead becomes an opportunity. So once again, Hey, we get these leads coming in. We have an opportunity to actually sell them, right? We do a discovery. What's the point uh, or what is the uh, time frame from when we move them through that discovery call into actually closing them into a client? What does that sales cycle look like? And if it's super long, we probably need some better sales training internally. But if it's, you know, really short, that's a, that's a great indicator that we are crossing deals quickly, right? And that's what we want. We want a short sales cycle. We don't want a 60 day sales cycle. That's, that's no bueno, right? Uh, we want a, the shortest sales cycle possible, right? And that's good data to collect to understand if we are getting deals across the line fast enough. Okay. Team real quick. If you're on ClickUp, you're going to want to download this client management template pack, especially if you run an agency, I'm going to leave it in the show notes for you. It's hundred percent free. Go click the link and download the template pack. Let's talk fulfillment for a second. Okay. Inside of our fulfillment department, project completion rate is a very important one. Now, if you guys are running more ongoing services like paid ads, right, there might not be like a uh, completion date, but if you guys are running creative, this is a very good one. This is one that we started tracking internally. The percentage of projects that are actually completed on time and on budget. Okay. So two parts there on time and on budget. Okay. The, uh, a lot of people track the on time part, like, Hey, we got this done on time. Great. But was it done on budget? Was it a profitable project for us? Okay. And on creative, that's something that is pretty, uh, uh, skipped over is the, is this on budget? Okay. I know we skipped over that a lot. Like, yeah, like we got things out on time, but did we get it out on budget? Okay. Client satisfaction rate. Okay. This can be measured a bunch of different ways, but normally we're measuring this through client surveys, like, uh, um, feedback showing how satisfied clients are with the service that they they received from us so we do want to get some feedback specifically on the client satisfaction rate and this could also lead into my third one here which is net promoter score nps uh, for short a lot of you guys have seen this before basically a measure of how likely uh, clients are rec uh, to recommend your service to others so once again it's more based off of what the client is telling us right? More than internal data. But these are three that I wish I would have started running a little bit sooner, um, especially like uh, satisfaction or like a net promoter score of understanding like, Hey, like how good is a service? Would you recommend this to other people? It's a really good indicator if you guys are doing a good job or not. Number four is going to be around human resources. As you continue to scale, you need to collect data around your HR department. So things like employee turnover rate. So that's just the, the percentage of employees who leave the company at any given period. Okay. So em employee turnover rate, uh, we want to know what that percentage is. Okay. And this can be over a 90 day stint. This can be over a year stint, right? Of the percentage of your total active clients. And we call this also like employee churn as well. Uh, we want to be able to track that. Okay. Uh, employee engagement score as well. So a measure of employees, commitment, enthusiasm about their work typically gathered through surveys. So 
when you guys run internal surveys, like, hey, you know, how are things going? How are your leaders doing? Things like that. Okay, we can get an employee, employee engagement score as well. It's kind of like a net promoter score, but internally with our team. Okay, and a lot of these you can just Google and there's templates for these. And then average training hours per employee. This is one that um, most people don't don't track. Of like, hey, how much training is our team doing? Like continuing education. You'll notice this in like uh, some other fields, like specifically like the medical field. Like you need a certain amount of continuing education credits in order to keep your certifications, right? Why wouldn't we do that for our skills that we're running inside of our businesses? Our team should be constantly being developed and learning new skills, but also making sure that they they are in alignment with the skills that they currently need for that job, okay? And then the fifth one here, okay, and then I have a little bonus one at the end because I think it's really important, but number five here, okay, going to be around the finance department. So we just did lead gen, sales, fulfillment, HR. Now we're into finance, okay? Once again, guys, I'm probably going to get grilled for this podcast. I don't know why, uh, but it's like, you're like, yeah, there's way more KPIs you should be tracking, man. Um, I know, I know, trust me. I understand that, but these are the ones, if you're not tracking any KPIs, start here, okay? Okay. Uh, Gross margin in finance, okay? So basically, this is just the difference between revenue and cost of goods sold, okay? So for a lot of us, it's going to be like uh, our operating expenses, right? Um, Divided by revenue, showing how effectively your company generates profit from direct cost, such as as, uh, cost of goods sold, right? So for you guys to deliver your service, and and a lot of times gross margin revolves around, um, you know, your ability to deliver the service and how much money it takes, right? So really it's labor costs because we don't really have cost of goods sold, um, but that's the definition of gross margin, right? The difference between revenue and the cost of goods sold um, divided by revenue, okay? Uh, Second one here is going to be operating expense ratio. So operating expenses just divided by total revenue, showing what proportion of revenue is consumed by operating expenses, Okay, ideally, um, I think the percentage that we normally go with, uh, labor should be no higher than 65% um, of our total total revenue. Um, and then that leaves, I think, 35%. Um, so normally we shoot for like that 30, 25, 30% margin. So it leaves that little extra for, um, uh, that leaves that little extra for a little extra operating expenses, um, you know, tech stack, things like that, okay? And then lastly, net profit margin, okay? The remaining profit after all costs and all expenses are deducted from the company's total revenue, okay? So net profit margin, okay? That's like what's left over after everything, after you've counted for everything, okay? Now, there's a bonus one I want to include in there, kind of wraps back into fulfillment, is uh, going to be churn percentage, okay? Um, churn is going to be one of the most important things that we understand inside of our business, and it's very difficult to win in a service-based business if churn is high. And a lot of you guys know this. I harp on it quite a bit in any of the content that I really post. But just understand that, hey, we have to track our churn percentage as well. And churn can be calculated on a uh, uh, pretty wide scale. Uh, it could be counted on a yearly basis, uh, quarterly basis, monthly, weekly, right? Like you can have churn at any point in time. But churn is basically, hey, whatever the starting point. So like say we're calculating it on a year basis what's the starting point of churn, right? So say it's the beginning of the year, January 1. We would want to calculate that until January 1 of the next year, but it's only based on the client list that was with us at January 1, right? So say we have 30 clients at the beginning of January 1. We're only counting those 30 clients 
when we wrap back around to January 1 of next year. So say out of those 30, we lost, you know, four clients, right? So now we have 26 clients, okay? You would find the percentage from that of like what your churn percentage was of those 30 clients uh, compared to now the 26 that you have. Now you're going to sign clients throughout that, but it doesn't contribute to the year churn because you didn't have those clients at the beginning of the year. They were signed throughout the year, right? But that's why we calculate churn on multiple levels. We calculate it on a yearly uh, uh, basis. We calculate it on a monthly basis as well. So um, with that being said, churn can be somewhat, uh, sometimes complicated to, to actually track. But I would pick like two main data points there. Normally uh, on a yearly and a monthly term are a really great way to track churn. Okay, So there's your little bonus for fulfillment uh, KPIs as well. So, um, at the end of the day, uh, end of the day, guys, please note that the relevance of each KPI can vary greatly depending on the specific nature of, you know, what your agency does, your strategic goals. Okay. Uh, also consider that, uh, agency's unique context and objectives, uh, when selecting and interpreting certain KPIs. So at the end of the day, guys, like, you know, these are pretty basic ones, that you, everyone should be tracking at some point in time. If you're not tracking them, put it in a Google sheet, right? That's a relatively simple way of doing it and start calculating these things because it will give you more informed uh, data on making decisions and which way to go inside of the business and understand what is broken and what is not broken. We don't collect data. Once again, we're just guessing. Don't gamble with your business. That's all I got for you guys today. Hope it was helpful. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Yo, thank you so much for listening in to Daily Ops Boost. We really appreciate your attention. If you're enjoying the shorter form content, you're going to absolutely love the long form content that we post over on YouTube. We do a live stream every single week, 7 p.m. Central Time. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's called Agency Therapy. We'll see you over there.